Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 199 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. One of the things that I noticed in my time in wildlife is how often biologists got blamed for the direction that wildlife was going. It didn't matter whether or not uh, they had a say in it, they still got blamed for it anyways. And I think there's a little bit of confusion that people have in the process and how wildlife are managed. So biologists are in charge of the science, but they don't actually determine how and what permits are given out. There's a different process for that. So the Utah Division of Wildlife is one I'm more specifically familiar with, but other states, all the states are required to go through something similar and have a similar setup. Some are called wildlife boards, others are called commissions, and there is a process in managing wildlife. So the state of Utah the biologists are out looking at seeing what, let's do mule deer, for instance. They're seeing the number of uh, buck to doe ratios. They're looking at the overall recruitment, how, how well is fawn production going, overall survivability. And they're making all these. And then based upon whatever the plan is, they make what's called a recommendation. They Whether they keep the tags the same, they up the tags, they decrease the tags but it's based upon whatever that management plan is. They don't actually set the number. They make a recommendation based upon whatever the plan was. So let's say that the area that I live in, uh, its current objective for mule deer is 20,000. It's been that way since 1992. Every time they get close in that 19,000 range, every time they get there, the population crashes and drops about four to 5,000 animals, and then we start the whole process over again. So for the last multiple uh, mule deer meetings, every time they come, every 10 years, they'll come up and say, hey, I don't think this objective is going to work. It looks like we're at the maximum carrying capacity. Let's drop it. And then through this public process, they'll say whether they agree or disagree. So uh, they're managing currently for 20,000 mule deer. Let's say that we are at that and the you're now at a public meeting. So they call them racks where I live at. It's a re regional advisory council. They'll present their findings to the regional advisory council at the rack meeting and they'll say okay our population is this uh we're not going to have any doe hunts and these are the number of buck tags that i recommend because we are trying to manage it between 22 and 26 bucks for every 100 does the regional advisory council will then hear not only the wildlife biologists, but they'll also listen to the public. And this is a chance where the public, some Joe Schmo off the street can come in and say, hey, I think we're doing a piss poor job. Uh, I think that we need better bucks. And they'll say, okay. And then you'll have your special interest groups uh, for whatever wildlife or opposed to wildlife. They get up and say, hey, I don't think we should allow hunting. I don't like killing deer. Uh, the other one will say, hey, I think we're doing a great job. They'll take this into consideration, and then they'll decide for that area whether they think the bucks 
uh, is too high, the tags are too high or too low. So if the buck to doe ratio is falling somewhere in the between where they want it to and you had a pretty good year and everything seems to be going okay, the rack board or the council can say, hey, uh, I think we are killing too many, too many bucks. We need to uh, reduce the number of bucks. Or if they say, hey, we're not killing enough bucks because that's getting too high, then they can increase it. The only thing that a wildlife biologist can do is make recommendations. After all of these councils, uh, Utah is broken down into a few council or, uh, regional areas. And then at the very end, after this whole mule deer plan has gone through, then it goes to what's called the wildlife board. The wildlife board, the wildlife board then takes all of, uh, they'll listen to the wildlife biologist present, then they'll listen to all the RACs or all the regional advisory councils and listen to them whether they agree or disagree with whether the biologist should up or lower or keep uh, the tags as is. Now, it's up to the Wildlife Board to decide whether to accept this or not. They'll listen and they'll take public comment or, and they'll take all this and then they decide. And so it is up to them to decide what they're going to do. So in the state of Utah, board members are appointed by the governor and they serve a six-year term. They don't necessarily need to attend RAC meetings, but it's generally a pretty good idea for them to go to these RAC meetings just to see where the public lies and as well as where the wildlife biologists lie. And there's uh, a whole bunch of stuff going on. They're constantly interacting with people from special interest groups to public uh, they also are, since they're appointed by the governor, these positions c can be considered possibly um, political. And so this, though, is largely where the decision-making happens. It's with the Wildlife Board or the Wildlife Commission. If you're not happy with the way that the deer in your area is going in the area that I live. A lot of people are unhappy because they want it to be managed for this prime unit where the bucks are big, but we have a lot of habitat destruction. We have a lot of people and a lot of depredation issues. And so they have it at a lower buck to doe ratio. That is the recommendation based upon the plan that was set forth. The wildlife board will say, Hey, I think we need to raise this uh, this buck to doe ratio and i think it needs to fall in between 25 and 35 or 30 and 35 and they say this is what we're going to do and then they'll tell that area that they now have to manage towards that so biologists are just going on what is told to them they can't just come up and say hey we're managing to this because we feel like it so when you have concerns or questions, you can ask a biologist why things are the way they are. But if you want them to change, you're going to have to go to these regional meetings as well as these wildlife board meetings. You're also most likely going to have to get some backing. Uh, in the 
my experience, if you want something to change and you go in there by yourself, frustrated and mad, nobody's really going to care. You're going to have to get backing from multiple people, whether it's signatures or one of these uh, big influential um, special interest groups, you're going to have to get some backing from them and get them to agree with you before there's a change that really happens. But this whole process is very political and it's above the wildlife biologist's pay grade. He's just managing or she is just managing based upon what was decided in these board meetings, these commission meetings. So if you want to make a change, get interested, get involved, go to these meetings, make your comments, and you'll start to figure out that the process is a lot more complicated, a lot more political than it needs to be. All right, you guys, have a great day. Get involved. Stay wild.